What is going on, folks? Backer here. This is episode number two of our podcast with Wax Talk with the Backer. A lot to talk about today. Um, first, let's briefly talk about the products of what's been coming out, what's out this week, and then we're going to get into all this big news that everyone's talking about. And instead of me reaching out to everyone that's been asking me, oh, Backer, what's going to happen? What's the future of going on? I'm just going to go into detail on all that as we continue today. But for the most part, this week, you got a baseball item and you have a football item. You've got Pristine Baseball coming out on Wednesday. Like I said last week's video, this item was first made in 2003. LeBron James is rookie here, okay? Topps brought this item back last year for the first time in a very long time. It is a, in my opinion, you know, it's an eight-box case. It's about roughly, it's a $3,000 case, so you're looking at around $350 a box. I love the item, okay? You're not going to get cards in it that sell for $50,000 in it, but what you're going to get is you're going to get a fun, fun, exciting rip, okay? And what's interesting is this uh, what I'm going to start talking about on these on these segments is, is what products I think are better for breakers and what are better for stores. I think this item is actually better for the brick and mortar, for the local, for the LCSs. Um, I just think it's so much fun and you're getting so much value at $350 a box. So make sure you go to your local card store and open up a box. I always talk about it. It's one of those items, sit back on your couch, have a glass of wine, open up a box of Pristine. You're really going to enjoy it. You know, they have encased cards. Um, it's a pack inside of a pack. They did a better job this year with the packaging, and it's, it's a really nice item. Um, Luminance Football also comes out tomorrow. This product historically <clears throat> has always kind of been a loser, uh, in my opinion. But with everything going on in football right now, which we're going to get into, it, Luminance is one of those products where it's <clears> – <throat> It's one of the first items that comes out every year for football. It's not a big print run. People open it, and then they move on, and it's, it's fine. Usually it's in their college uniforms, so we're going to see. But from the checklist this year, from what I've seen, like guys like Burrow have autos. There's a lot of players in it that haven't had autos in the past that are going to be in the product. So expect for Luminance to do very well, okay? Overall, I want to get into the... The announcement that was made yesterday, everyone I'm sure knows at this point that Panini by the NFLPA will no longer be, I guess, making licensed football cards. You know, their license was supposed to expire in three years and three years early now that they are not allowed to produce football cards. So there's a lot of questions. For one, people are asking, well, what's going to happen to existing products that are yet to come out that already been solicited, like guys, products like Flawless, Black Football, Gold Standard. In my opinion, I still expect them to all come out because they've been made, you know, these products, like, like I've said, they get made in well in advance. So I still think that those products are going to come out, considering that they said that the players are still supposed to follow through with their deal with Panini. So I still think those products are going to come out. But what, what's going to end up happening is, after these short run of products, we're going to be a we're going to have a tremendous shortage of football items. Okay, now 
let me say a few things, right? What I did yesterday, okay, we here at Blez, I'm, I'm solely in charge myself of buying and selling product, buying it, breaking product, selling it to the end consumer, okay? What people have to understand is, is that for seven years of me being in this business, I have always bought from distributors. We buy from first off the line from Panini on their website. And we also buy from people like Blowout, Steel City, Dave and Adams, etc. Okay? But I have a very good relationship with Blowout Cards. And if I need product, I call him and I say, Fish, I need this. And he gives me a price. Yesterday was the first time in seven years that I went to Dave and Adams and I bought a lot of product on their website. I went to Blowout Cards. I bought a lot of product on their website. Okay? I have never done that. And the reason I did that, it's a multiple things. I want you to think about what I'm about to say. I don't know for sure, but if they announce anytime soon that the NBA and what just happened with the NFL is going to happen with the NBA, well, here's what's interesting. When you think about what product is in demand right now and it's going to be in demand, it's all older football, but more importantly, it's basketball, okay? And I want you to think about why. If they are not allowed to make football cards anymore, right? All the existing football inventory is going to go up. But what's going to end up happening is, is that all these breakers that open a lot of football and basketball, they're going to start having to move their business to cater more towards basketball. So think about it. If Panini still produces basketball cards, most of these businesses are going to cater to selling basketball cards because there's no football to sell. So if you're really smart out there and you're watching this video, all older basketball has to go up due to the fact that there's going to be a lot of demand and the supply is very limited. There's only a few people that have a lot of these type of products. When you look at the older football, you go back to 2017, okay, Mahomes year product is very, very expensive. It's very unaffordable for most people. 2018 was led by Josh Allen, and the problem is there's no one else really in that class besides Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen isn't hot right now at all after what he did last year in the NFL. In a, you know, you know he, he, he didn't win. So tw- and then 2019, you can make the argument the best quarterback in the class right now is Daniel Jones. Okay, so that's a pretty bad class. You got Kyler. Now you go to 2020. You've got you got four or five. You got legitimately five powerhouse quarterbacks. If you want to put Jordan Love in there, but what's interesting is is there's hardly any 2020 that exists anymore. So much of it's gotten open, it's disappeared. So what you're going to start seeing is a lot of people buying out 2021, but especially 2022. Why? Not because 2022 is one of the best classes because it's the cheapest class with the most upside right now, okay? So if you go to Blowout Cards right now and you're watching this video and you go to 2022 football, pretty much everything's out of stock. 
Okay, I'm re responsible for some of that. So are other people. But the reality of it is, is what's going to happen is two things. Either Panini is going to continue making basketball products, okay, which at that point people are going to want to buy basketball anyway, and the older basketball as well, or the same thing's going to happen to the NBA, and then everyone's going to be, going to be buying basketball cards. They're just waiting, okay? Here's what's amazing about our industry, and I talk about it all the time. This industry never sleeps. When you're trading in the stock market, you have a 6.30 a.m. to 1 o'clock Pacific time to trade a stock. And then the market is closed. In our industry, the market never closes. I'm friends with Blowout. I'm friends with Steel City. I'm friends with David Adams. But I took advantage of their great deals on their website yesterday. And the thing is, if I didn't do it, someone else was going to. Okay? But I took advantage of that because the market doesn't close. And I'm aware that all prior wax, all 2022 football is going to go up. All 2021 football is going to go up. I believe that the older basketball is way, it's not, it's factual that all the older basketball is way cheaper than the, than the football is, as it is in general. But when these announcements get made and things change, People are going to start buying the living hell out of basketball cards, okay? And I'm going to say this right now. Let's talk about the last 8 to 10 years of basketball class, okay? 16-17. You've got Jalen Brown. You've got Jamal Murray. You've got Brandon Ingram, okay? You could put in, you know, Spicy P, you know, Pascal Siakam. That class, nothing exciting. There's no one, I mean, you got, again, when I say nothing exciting, to drive a class in our industry, you need, you need legitimately two or three top 10, 15 guys, or you need one of the top guys in the league. That class has neither one of it. Jalen Brown, I don't care what anyone says, the most overpaid basketball player that ever got paid. This guy does not deserve $60 million a year, okay, for one. But now you look at 17, 18. You got Tatum, who is a lot better than Jalen Brown, but it's Tatum, it's Donovan Mitchell, it's De'Aaron Fox, and it's Bam Adebayo, okay? So you have, like, it's a decent class because you have a Tatum who's a top 10 guy, but then the problem is is then your next best guy is Mitchell, and he's not, like, bad, but he's, like, arguably, he's probably, like, a top 20, 25 guy, right? And then Fox and Bam Adebayo are, like, between 20 and probably 30. So you still don't have enough, okay? But think about this. 1819, you've got legitimately three guys. You got Luca, you got Shea, you got Trey. Okay? That's the best class that we've seen. But again, Luca's not hot right now. Trey's not hot. Shea is. But 1819 is the best class right now of the last, you know, eight years or so today. But we're gonna get more into this. 1920. Okay? You've got Zion, you've got Ja. Okay, you've got guys like Tyler Hero, you've got R.J. Barrett, you've got Rui. But 1920, obviously, you know, is, is the coldest class of them all right now because the news came out with Ja. Zion's been hurt even though he looks really good right now. And then you have guys like R.J. Barrett and Rui and, you know, Hero. And these are guys that are like amazing role players. But again, they don't drive a class as far as rookies, okay? 
Then you have 2021. And this class is very interesting. And I'll also tell you, okay, so going back to like 16, 17, that class is solved. Meaning it's now 2023. It's seven years later. We know what we're getting out of it. We know where, who ha- we know how good these guys are. Jamal Murray's peaking right now. But like my whole point is there's no one that's going to come out of nowhere in 16, 17 and be like, oh my God, this is the guy, right? So you, it's, it's established that they have three or four legitimate guys and none of them are a top 15 player. 2021, it's three years, okay? I'm going to give you five names. And I believe all five of these guys, I'm going to give you six names. How about that? And I believe five of the six guys are going to be all-stars minimum. And a few of them already are. You've got Anthony Edwards. You've got Halliburton. You've got LaMelo. And you've got three other guys that I, that I like a lot. You've got Maxi, okay? A guy that I love, and I've loved him since he came into the league. And I think that he, they should be running their team around him in Memphis. Desmond Bain. I think they should move Ja. I think Desmond Bain is good enough to be a number one. I think this guy is one of the most underrated players in NBA. He got paid as well. But then I'm going to talk about someone else that I love. Devin Vassell on San Antonio. Okay, He's another guy that people are kind of like sleeping on. Go watch film on Devin Vassell. He's got a lot of talent. Okay, But I'm going to make this statement today. I'm going to make this statement right now. And, I'm, and, I, and it's something that you're going you're gonna to listen to me say this, and you're never going to forget this, okay? And the funny thing is I, made, I, I had the luxury of meeting with Michael Rubin at the National, and I was in a meeting, and I said this in the meeting in front of all of them, and I'm going to say it right now. I believe that within three years in the NBA, Okay, Anthony Edwards is 22 years old right now. When he's 25 years old, I honestly believe he will be the best player in all of basketball. And I have never, in my entire career of watching basketball, okay, I love the game of basketball as much as anyone on planet Earth. I have never in my entire life made a statement like that about anyone. I'm not that type of guy to say, oh, I think this guy's going to be great. I've said stuff like that, but I've never been like, I believe this guy will be the future of the NBA. And the craziest part is he's on a small market in Minnesota, but more importantly, okay, he has a problem in Minnesota, and that problem is Carl Anthony Towns, okay? When you have a guy on your team that doesn't want to pass the ball, you know, I study. When I watch NBA games, I study and I watch a lot of film. The talent that Anthony Edwards has is nothing I've ever seen at his age. And the problem is, is that the casual fan, first of all, Minnesota doesn't get a lot of nationally televised games, so a lot of people don't know about this, but Towns is still taking the spotlight right now. That will change fairly soon. And when Edwards has his own team and everyone knows that he's the guy and he's doing his thing, he will be the future of this league. Okay? LaMelo... I, I like LaMelo, but I don't love him. But again, I believe that this class will end up being the best rookie class we've seen since LeBron's rookie year because, again, it's younger. Now is their time. Like I said, 16, 17, you figure.
figured out. Even 1819. There's a couple guys, like, you got Porter in there. You got DeAndre Ayton. You got some other guys, but like even like 1920, right? Think about it. There could be a guy in 1920 that just explodes this year that we don't know about. But this is like the last year. So 2021, you have like a year or two to discover that. And we're going to learn a lot this year about these players. Okay? So it's very interesting. And then you have 21-22, which again, people were very high on this class. This class did not perform in year two. Guys like Barnes, Mobley, you know, Jalen Green got hurt. Cade got hurt. So that class is super young. And then 22-23, I mean, a lot of people right now love Chet, Paolo. They, they love these guys, but they're so young. So when it's all said and done, choose wisely how you invest. But I'm telling you right now that the more years you go back, the less product you're going to find. But if you're smart, you're going out there and you're buying random wax, okay, of past years of basketball. Football, not so much because, again, I just broke down the classes for you. But football, I would be buying up. If you could buy, you know, a box of 2022 football and put it away, you're going to make money. You have to because as breakers, the, the way we operate a business is we need inventory to sell product and to make money. And if we don't have that product, we can't make any money. And these breakers are starving for products right now. And there's only so much out there. For example, my distributors, they don't really have a lot of the older product. The only people that have it are the blowouts, the Steel Cities, the David Adams. And once they're out of it, it all disappears. There's so many products over the years, okay? We saw it this year with Dynasty Baseball. We saw an item that I was able to buy a lot of. I don't own a box. We sold it all. We broke every, and I, listen, I wish I could go back in time, and I, and I would have held back, you know, 20 cases for a rainy day. But I didn't do it because I did it for, for, for all our guys because they want the item because it's that good. The same thing's happening right now with Topps Chrome Backers Delight. They only make so much of this stuff. That's the beauty of this industry. I say it every day. It's, it's an industry where you almost have to pay more to get what you want because it's supply and demand. And if you don't buy it, Someone else will, and that person will earn. But for me, I went out on the open market yesterday, and I spent over a half a million dollars on wax of stuff that I'm paying full retail price on. Why? Because I know it's going to be worth 15 20% more in a month. And, and that's the reality. If you want to make money in this industry, you have to be willing to take risk. You have to put yourself in a situation. Everyone yesterday was calling me, was texting me, was emailing me saying, Backer, you're the face of this industry. What's going on? What's happening? And I said, listen, guys, I don't know any more than you. I don't know what's happening. It's not like I'm talking to these guys and they're telling me, oh, this is going to happen. I don't know. But what I do know is everyone else was freaking out about the news yesterday. What was I doing? I was buying. I was buying wax. I was sitting there. I was a bit depressed. But I was sitting there and I was buying wax because me, I look at everything in a positive light. I look at the good, okay? Listen, I love Panini. I will say this right now. What Panini has done for football and basketball products in the last decade, they've done an unbelievable job, okay? They have done an unbelievable job of putting out good product, 
You know, they brought back the, the rare insert set, which is hard to do in a, in, a, in a time where people want autographs. But they've done great things like the Kaboom stuff, the Color Blasts, you know, the silhouettes, the RPAs, all this great stuff. Panini has done an incredible, amazing job with product, football, basketball, and even baseball. Not having the license, they've done a great job with Flawless Baseball, NT Baseball. But here's the thing, okay? Fanatics has been making product, and what I've seen them do firsthand, the way that they've made some of these products just so much better, what I've seen is they're really all about the collector and making these products as good as humanly possible. So, again, like, my personal opinion on all this is, is like, you have to understand, right? We, we have a very good relationship with, with, with everyone. Um, I, I go back to, as a collector in the 90s, and for me, when I was a, when I was a kid, and I, the peak of my collecting was 1997, Tim Duncan's rookie year, okay? I'm going to tell you my favorite products. Fleer Ultra. Top's Finest. You know, they had Top's Finest back then with Series 1 and Series 2, okay? You had Upper Deck. Series 1, Series 2. You open up a pack for $3. It was a $60 box, 24, 24 packs, $3.00. It was four for ten. Four packs for ten dollars. That's what I grew up on. And I just love pulling a Tim Duncan rookie card, a Keith Van Horn rookie card. Okay? But what I loved in the 90s was is you had your Fleer Ultra, you had your Topps Finest, you had your Upper Deck SPX products. So I liked the different products as a collector. But again, Fanatics, I know, because I I'm very close with a lot of people that help design the products and make them. I know that they're going to do an amazing job making product. We don't know what's going to happen in the short term. We don't know what, how things are going to play out. The only thing I know for sure, and I'm telling you this, and if you're watching this video, you're going to make money. If you see anything out there today, and it's priced fairly, and it's recent football or basketball, Buy it, in my opinion. Buy. Because in the short term, meaning in the next six months, it's very hard for you to lose money. Very hard. Because this is an industry where you can't just go back and make more of something, right? It's not like I have a painting and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going I'm, you know, I'm to produce this piece of art and I'm just going to make another piece of art, and that value is going to become less. Or, for example, another example is kind of like when I was living in New York City, right? You live in a high-rise, and it's like, okay, you live in this high-rise, but you don't know if it's some, you know, you have this beautiful view of Central Park, but what could happen is you don't know if a new building comes up and it blocks that view, and if that happens, your apartment gets buried, and you lose a fortune. In this industry, you know damn well that if you are going out and you're buying something that they're not making more of and they never can go back and make more of it, it's going to go up. Simple supply and demand. And that is the beauty of this industry. 
And if you can afford it, you go out and you buy. Just put something away. Buy a box of football cards. Buy a box of basketball. Just put it away. In my opinion, basketball, 2021, buy something. It's going to, because I did. I sure as hell spent a fortune yesterday. Buy something. Because once once basketball season rolls around and they can't be putting out football, they're going to want to go buy older basketball. Now, it's up to you to decide what you want to buy. Okay, hobby products always perform better than retail, but the best part is, too, you can buy anything. You could buy a hobby box. You could buy a retail box, whatever you feel comfortable buying, and I expect you to return at minimum 10%, maybe 15%. If things go the way they could go, you might make 20%. Listen, National Treasures football, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I, I pulled it. I pulled it yesterday off the shelf. Why? Because... Why would I sell for 11000 when I know it's a $14,000 case in literally a week? Why would I do that? It's, it has to be a $14,000 case because people want this stuff and people just don't have it. And the people that have it are going to make sure they want, they want more for it. So, like I said, very interesting times right now. Um, I mean, I, I, listen, I, I grew up as the biggest wrestling fan in the world this kind of reminds, like Panini Fanatics kind of reminds me of WWF and WCW back in the 90s, the Monday Night Wars with, you know, Nitro and Raw and like whatever. But at the end of the day, like I said, I'm not going to change my love for the business, okay? I, like I said, I love both companies. I love what Fanatics has done. I love what Panini's done, okay? At the end of the day, those of you that are watching this love the sports card industry. You love Blez. You love what we do. We are going to continue to do our best to offer you the best products in the best ways possible. And that's what we've done for seven years. Okay. So, and like I said, we've seen a lot throughout the years in this industry. Like I said, I've been in it for 31 years. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of great things. And at the end of the day, we'll just see how things play out. But I don't know anything more than any of you. Okay. This is something that I don't know anything of what's going to happen or what's happening. My prediction is I think they're going to get out the products that were supposed to come out for football in the near future. And then after that, there might be a long stretch of no licensed football product for a long time. And if that's the case, wax stuff is going to go insane. It's just going to go insane because there's not going to be enough out there. There's not enough wax today with what's happening. The way that football and basketball and baseball cards are being made, there's just not enough supply out there. Okay? There's just not. So what's going to happen when there's no licensed football product for six months, if that happens? What happens? Okay. Well, the box that was $300 is now going to be a $400 box because no one has it and everyone wants it. And for people to survive in this industry and make money, they have to buy product to sell. You have to buy and sell. And you have to make something to survive. And that's the reality of it. So on that note, um, I'll wrap it up and I'll say that we have, you know, it's approaching the, the end of the month in August. Um, you've got a show in Burbank at the end of the month um, leading into September. There's a, there's a small chance I'll be over there. Uh, people at Blez will be there. S. Blez will be there. Erica Jones will be there. Um, I, you know, I, I might show my face for, for a day or two. But as far as product coming out uh, for the rest of the month, you got Mosaic Basketball around the corner. I personally am not a huge fan of Mosaic. Um, I liked it a lot back in the day when it was the small box, back in 16, 17, 17, 18, and 18, 19. 19, 20, they changed it to a full box. 
Um, I don't. I like the design. It, the problem is the cards don't sell great, but it's a good. It's a good item. Uh, so we're going to be doing that, and then Spectra basketballs after that, which Spectra is one of my favorite items. You know, one of the best looking RPAs in the entire industry. And then for baseball, you've got like I said, pristine this week. You've got Cosmic Chrome, which is going to be. I mean, Cosmic Chrome is just one of our favorites. It's a great item. Uh, and football, you got Luminance. But you got a lot of stuff next week. You've got encased football. You've got elite football. You have prism draft football. They're all supposed to be coming out next week. So next week we're going to get into more of that stuff. But listen, none of us know what's going to happen. We're all going to sit back. We're going to relax and we're going to just see how things play out. Everything's out of all of our controls and we'll just see what happens. But like I said, you know, this is our second episode. We are going to start in the future bringing on special guests and talking more about the industry. And I really hope you, if you're watching this, I really hope you glad the insight. And uh, I want to say to everyone, thank you. <laughs>